The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Senior citizens can be fantastic patients, but what's your practice doing to make them more comfortable? What if somebody called your practice and said, what can you do to make seniors more comfortable? Well, unless you have a good answer, you could have just lost a very great patient. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. We have an incredibly special guest today, and he is all the way from his home studio in Owings Mills, Maryland. It's my brother, Dr. Marshall Maddow. How's it going today, Marsh? How's it going? Great to see you, Rich. It's fantastic to have you now. Nice guitars in the nice guitars in the background. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm I'm actually recording from my bedroom today. Just um my wife's in the in the main part of our tiny condo and she's doing a Zoom conference in there. So I'm I'm relegated to the bedroom. So yeah, I got a couple of guitars in the background. I, I actually broke out the 12 string. Um, lately because we watched a really interesting documentary about Gordon Lightfoot and he plays a lot of 12 strings. So took out the 12 strings, started playing, you know, the legend lives on. Anyway, so you got some drums behind you. Wow. <laughs> got the drums in the background, the electric drums, the cymbals, now, everything. Those, those of you who are, who are listening, which most of our podcast people just listen to the audio, you can watch us on YouTube as well if you want to see Marshall's drums and what he, what this cool guy looks like. Um, so you can just go to YouTube and search for the dental practice fixers or dental practice fixers. And, um, and you'll see us. I don't know. That might be scary. Maybe you're better off listening on audio. Now I know typically my brother, Dave Maddow is on here. So yes, all three of us are dentists. It's a weird family. What can I say? Uh, maybe we'll get into that later, but I'm not sure because we have a lot of things to talk about. And I'll tell you in a second why um, Dr. Marshall was chosen to be our special guest today. It's an interesting story. But first, I just want to let you know that um, if you are not using Fat Merchant for your credit card processing, you're losing money every month, probably thousands of dollars per year because they do not charge an overage percentage. You know, with your processor, every time somebody charges, they stick you with a percentage. So the more you charge, the more you pay. Flat Merchant's a low monthly fee, and they're really big into the contact-free charging, which everybody wants these days. So just go to matto.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E. Get Fat Merchant set up in your practice. It's seamless, and you will never look back. Okay, Marshall, you have been a dentist for one year longer than I have because you're like one academic year older. I would have to say out of all the dentists I know, and it's thousands, I got to say, you've had one of the more interesting careers out of anyone. Um, and I can, just real briefly, I can say um, for many years, you were involved kind of in the denture world, making denture after denture after denture after denture, day in and day out. Um, then you were with a more cosmetically based practice. So you were doing mini implants and dentures as well. And now for the last, well, I'll just turn it over to you. For the last X years, you've been doing something really unusual. Why don't you tell everyone about that? The last 10 plus years, actually, I've been involved with mobile dentistry. 
And uh, what we do is that we provide dental services to patients who normally can't get to a traditional practice. So we'll go to nursing facilities, we'll go to um, uh, psychiatric hospitals, we'll go to homeless shelters, anywhere where there's people that can't otherwise get to a regular, a regular dental office. And like I said, I've been doing this for the past 10 plus years. It's been extremely rewarding. I work with a great group called the Mobile Dentist, great group of people. Um, unfortunately, COVID-19 has affected our business a little bit, but we're doing our best to get back out there. I was going to ask you about that. And we were chatting a couple of days ago. You were calling me um, from your car. You were driving to the eastern shore of Maryland, which those of you who aren't familiar with Maryland. with Maryland. Yeah, we um, you know, Baltimore is in like the mainland of Maryland. And then you cross the Chesapeake Bay and you go to the eastern shore where the beach communities are. Um, and you told me you were going to a facility that hosted like minor league criminals and crazy people. Now, crazy people, not very politically yeah. correct to say that. Yeah. So let's just say it hosted. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. Minor league criminals and maybe the mentally challenged. How did it go? <laughs> you know, it's really good because it's called it's called um, Eastern Shore Hospital Center. They are really happy to have us there. We We bring both trucks down. We, we bring all the 18 members uh, of, the, of the mobile dentist and the facility is very, very happy to, for us to be there. They're extremely cooperative. They bring the patients out. They do all the work for us. We don't have to even go in there and find the patients. It's, it's great. We could be very productive. The patients like it. We like it. The facility likes it. So it's a win-win-win, basically. The only, the only problem imagine, is you know, it's a little far drive, but you know. Well, hey, but it's a fun drive. We've got a couple nice cars. What the heck? <laughs> I'm no MJ, but I do what I well, can. Yeah, nobody is. But, you know, I think all of us in dentistry will, will relate stories where, you know, this patient was just so grateful and it really made my day. Because, you know, a lot of patients, we see them at their worst sometimes and, and you know, not always great stories. But then those, those times where the patients are really grateful, it makes our day. I would imagine you have a higher percentage of that than many dentists. We, we definitely do. Um, one of the things that I've learned, I've learned many things in my 10 plus years working with this patient population, is that um, in, in, many of these, in many of these cases, these uh, senior citizen patients we see, say like they're confined to their room in a, in a nursing facility, getting out of their room, getting out of the building, coming into our truck, it is like, I, I, I kid you not, it is the highlight of their day. It's like, well, I'm so glad to be here. Otherwise, I'd just be inside my room looking at the four walls. So it's really a big deal for them. And, and, we, and we acknowledge that. And we, we do whatever we can to make that whole experience for them extra special. And this is something that, you know, any, any dental office can do that, that sees senior citizens. And that, obviously, that's any dental practice. But the senior citizen population is just increasing and increasing. In fact, supposedly... By the year 2030, there will be 74 million people 65 and over. So I can only imagine that every dental practice out there will just be seeing more and more senior citizens. So make, make, their, make their experience extraordinary. They will really appreciate it. Well, that comes around so to um, why you're on this particular episode. Because, you know, we've talked about having you as a guest host because Dave's taking a little break this summer. And you were obviously a great choice for a guest host, but we happen to get a question in from a listener that is perfect for you. So, um, so we'll get to that question. But before, I was just wondering, have you ever tried to figure out just approximately how many dentures you've done in the course of your dental career? Rich, <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> Not just that. Like how many extractions have I done as well in preparation for, for dentures? No. You know, I honestly, I couldn't begin 
to estimate because whatever I would say, I'm sure I'd be wrong. So no, it's got to be at least ten thousand. It's been a lot. Couldn't even tell you. I can't honestly, Rich. I probably can't count that high, so it really doesn't matter. Well, let, let's just say if if, you, if someone's done, let's just get a little geometric or algebraic uh, ratio equation here. If somebody's done twenty thousand dentures, which maybe you have, how many times has that dentist heard the phrase "I can't eat with them, Doc"? Oh, God. You know, I tell you, fortunately, it's something we rarely hear. <laughs> for, for, for various reasons, some good, some bad. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into that. <laughs> but for, for all kinds of reasons, fortunately, in the mobile dentist, we hardly ever hear that. And we hardly ever have patients coming back saying, you know, needing adjustments. That's, Again, yeah. for some good reasons, for some not so good reasons. Right, right. I mean, kind of like the old story when we were in dental school where um, a patient was about to deliver a denture. I mean, a student was about to deliver a denture and the patient died. And um, Dr. Jerby, the legendary guy in the prosthodontics department, made them go to the morgue to try the denture in. Was that true? I don't know. I'm not sure. I seriously doubt it. it was, someone had to get what, a, a step 99 or in their molars card. Exactly. Remember that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, let's get to our question. Um, let's get that, to it. Here's the question of, of the week. It says, dear dental practice fixers, I'm a family dentist with a busy practice and have noticed a steady increase from year to year in the number of senior citizens I treat, both from existing and new patients. I guess that means that his, his or her patients are aging into senior citizens and also they're getting new patients who are senior citizens. I feel fortunate to have this many patients, but I must admit at times I feel ill-prepared when it comes to dealing with seniors any great advice you can float my way, aging in Albany. Hmm. Aging in Albany, because that's better than aging in New Albany. I don't <laughs> so, well, as we've said before, you've seen more senior citizens than just about any dentist out there. And I thought it was really interesting when you were saying how you could kind of take your unusual um, practice setting, but then give tips to dentists who are in more traditional settings. So what do you think? Any, any great ideas for treating seniors? I got a lot of great ideas. How much time we have? Okay, well, we can, we can start off with... Um, Let's get started. I'll cut you off if you go too long. Exactly. And don't forget, I have that really cool story I want to tell you. Okay, but, please. Okay, so, so um, you know, make sure that your office is what I would call senior citizen friendly, uh, plenty of uh, handicapped parking, uh, easy access for patients in wheelchairs, uh, nice big, big chairs in your waiting room, maybe even like a place by the front desk where it's low down so someone in a wheelchair can can see can, you know you could see the you could see them and they could see you um something that i have learned very important that when you have a senior assistant in your chair and again we work with a lot of patients that uh, that have uh, early onset dementia um alzheimer's disease you have to what i call super explain to them what's going on now we all explain to our patients what we're about to do but i think with senior citizens you have to get, go even deeper and super explain for me that'll be like when a patient's in the chair it's like okay mrs smith i'm going to lean the chair back in just a second so you know hold on get ready here we go and that's you know rather than just hitting the button and the chair goes back i want them to know that we're about to lean the chair back because otherwise they 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 kind of flip out a little bit so that that one tip alone i think should be done for every patient it's kind of like when that person in front of you on the airplane just throws their chair back how unsettling that is it's the same thing when we lean our patients back 
So the person in the chair in front of you in the airline is like, excuse me, sir. It turns around. Uh, I just want to let you know, I'm going to be uh, impinging on your space right now. So here we go. <laughs> it would be better to do that than just to do it the way most people do it. So, okay. So keep going. Keep going. So also I have learned that, you know, look, we all want to do ideal dentistry, obviously, just like we were taught in dental school. But oftentimes with seniors, patients with Alzheimer's, you can't. You have to kind of, when you start the, pro the procedure, you have to kind of assess um, how tolerant the patient is going to be of what you're about to do or what you're doing and how tolerant they are of time. A lot of these patients, they have back issues. They have to go to the bathroom. They just, sometimes they can't tolerate more than a 10 or 15 minute appointment. And if that's the case, you just do, you know, you have to do the best dentistry you can and you have to accept that and you have to work with them. They'll, you know, rather than forcing them to do something that's just driving them crazy, causing them a lot, them a lot of pain, then they'll never come back again. They're going to tell their kids, uh, my experience was horrible. The doctor was this, the doctor was that. Do it, figure out what they can tolerate and go with that and they will love you for it. Um, also, uh, treat, you should, Look, you should treat all your patients with the utmost respect, but especially with senior citizens. Sometimes the tendency is, again, if, if they all, have Alzheimer's, dementia, that, that to you, they're just like this person in the chair. They have no feelings. They can't really talk. They don't know what's going on. But when you, when you find out about these people, a lot of them, you know, they had a great life. They were doctors, lawyers, judges, scientists, celebrities, athletes. So treat them with the utmost respect. Um, because they, you know, they're people just like anyone else. Can I tell a quick story now? A pretty interesting story. I have a feeling, and I don't know what the story is, but I have a feeling it's going to answer a question that I was just going to ask you. So go ahead. Tell a great story. Okay. So again, you know, a lot of what we do in the mobile dentist, we go into nursing facilities. And, and very often, if the patient cannot come out to our truck, if they're not, if they're bed bound, whatever, we just have to go into the rooms and do an exam, do uh, whatever kind of cleaning we can. We do this all the time. So when, whenever I'm in a patient's room, again, rather than just treating this person as, um, I don't say a vegetable, but, but someone, but what's but the person that's lying in the bed you know i like to look around the room you could gain a lot of information learn a lot about that person when you look on what's on their walls they have you know their family their kids um i was in this one guy's room a few years ago and i'm looking on his wall and besides the, the patients uh, pictures of his family kids whatever he had a lot of certificates and plaques and i was able to ascertain that this guy was obviously uh, someone of, of of renown. He was a scientist. He was very uh, high achievement, all kinds of awards and photos and salutations. And then I'm kind of looking on his wall and I come across this other picture and it fascinated me because I'm looking at this picture and I can tell it's when, you know, in his younger days and he's obviously, he's by like, would look like a automobile racetrack. There's cars in the background and you see like a track and he's standing there next to a, a buddy. They're like arm in arm. And I'm looking at this guy in the picture, the other guy. And I say to the patient, I go, excuse me, sir. Is that Steve McQueen? Oh my <laughs> God. He goes, guy goes, yeah, we were friends. We were buddies. We used to race cars together. I'm thinking, well, that's pretty cool. This guy was friends with Steve McQueen, Mr. Cool himself. Yeah, I was going to say for our, for our younger listeners, who maybe aren't familiar with Steve McQueen, just um, one of the coolest actors of all time. And he was into race cars and, you know, right, just right. good looking Hollywood stud, just the best. I think I think his, his nickname was the King of Cool. 
And there he was arm in arm with, with my patient. They were like friends. I thought that was, I, I, I just, I, I like things like that. I was very impressed. So again, you never knew, know who you're going to come across. And I've come across, you know, athletes. I had a guy, a uh, professional uh, NBA basketball player, unfortunately now is confined to a wheelchair. So you never know who you're going to meet. And they have great stories. Didn't you have um, somebody who was a, a musician or a singer of, of note? Like kind of, a, they had like a minor hit or like a minor music star. I seem to remember a story like that. Well, I tell you who I did have, and I have the autographed copyright to my right, but I can't get it right now. I had one of the original, um, from the Sound of Music, one of the original Von Trapp kids as a patient. Very wow. cool. So one day I, I, I bring my copy of the Sound of Music and she autographed it. Oh, that's it was hilarious. Really cool. So you know, it, 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 was that the one you're talking about? I thought it was, I thought it was a guy kind of like in a doo-wop or a gospel vocal group type setting. I could be wrong. Could be, Rich. I, I mean, you've I told so I'm... many amazing stories. But, you know, I think it's also a really good lesson in life. You know, you, you're, whatever, in the grocery store and there's some old geezer in front of you and they can barely move and you think, oh, come on, man, just get out of my way. But um, it's really a bad approach and you should think, wow, who knows what that person's seen and done and been through in their life and they deserve the unbelievable respect that you should give them. No question about it. No question about it. Hey, look, we're approaching we're approaching our senior years ourselves. Well, I, I get the senior discount in the grocery store only on Thursdays, hey. though. Hey, I hop fifty five plus menu can't beat it. Fifty five. That's really young. Wow, that's really young. To be I know. A senior. I know. I know. Uh, anything else? Any other tips? For um. Oh, very important. Always make sure, especially if you're going to do something that's uh, invasive or irreversible, that you have. Um medical clearance if you feel it's necessary okay and very important if you ha that you have to have if the patient is not their own power of attorney which in many cases they're not that you have permission from their family members or whoever's the designated power of attorney to do what you're going to do and i have a i'm not going to tell this story i have a i have a story that um happened to me a few years ago when when we thought we had proper uh power of attorney and we didn't and um uh, I heard it from the daughter and I thought my, I thought my, I was looking, I was thinking, mm, what else could I do in life now that I'm not going to be a dentist? Anymore? Right, right. The last thing you want to be called is defendant. <laughs> That's right. I saw my career flash before my eyes. Hmm. What else could I do now? <laughs> you can drive the, the truck. You drive the dental truck instead of being the dentist on the dental truck. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, what else can I tell you? That's a very important one. Again, power of attorney, signed medical consent before you do anything invasive like an extraction. You, it's so easy to avoid a situation that you absolutely don't want to have to deal with later. Like you say, uh, defendant, defendant. Yeah, I don't want that stuff. Um, what else do I got for you? That's pretty much uh, my, my main my main points uh, as far as tra treating senior citizens. Yeah, well, those are great tips. And not only for dentistry, but for life. Just, um, and, and you know, senior citizens can be great patients. And let's face it, you're talking about senior citizens mostly who are, um, I don't know what you would say, feeble or, or not, you know, not in complete good health. But obviously these days, senior citizens in their 70s and their 80s can still be really healthy, can still be incredible patients. And they want top-notch dentistry and they're really, really concerned about their health. But I think it's really, even, you know, somebody that appears to be in great physical shape, maybe somebody 85 or whatever, I think it's a great tip that you gave to delve into their history a little bit, learn a little bit about them, and they can probably tell you amazing stories. 
No question about it. I hear them all the time. Okay. Hey, ready to do some secret shopper calls? I am so ready. Now, based on this theme, I decided to do um, a few calls asking about seniors in the office. Now, um, I did one call kind of posing as the, the son of a senior citizen. And then I did two more um, acting as the senior citizen myself with a really bad voice. I don't know what you would call it. The Marty Funkhauser voice. I don't know. What would you call it? You, you heard these calls. <laughs> I call it the Tom Waits voice. The Tom Waits. Yeah. Either way, bad. Tom Waits. All right. People are thinking, who the hell is is Funkhauser? <laughs> right, right. Okay, I'm going going over to Command Central here, and let's get in, do our first call. Let me help you. I've got a question for you. I'm calling uh, on behalf of my dad. He's 89 years old, and he's having just some issues. He doesn't have that many teeth left. I'm not sure if he needs dentures or implants or or what it is. Um, do you see patients of that age? Um, yes. Uh, and is there anything you do special to make them more comfortable? Like, the uh, only thing we have in the office is just laughing gas. Oh. If you need anything for, you know, done. Mm -hmm. Is it okay to use laughing gas on someone that age? Um, we have done it before, um, but different people have different health issues. So, uh, But we do do the age here. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do local anesthetic. We don't put the patient to sleep. I got it. That sounds like a wise idea. Okay. I mean, that, that sounds great. Thank you so much for the info. You're very welcome. Have a blessed right. day. Oh, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, well, she kind of perked up at the end there, but <laughs> didn't really seem to have much interest in getting the appointment taken care of. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I would. I don't know that I'd be... I don't know that I'd be comfortable using nitrous oxide on somebody in their 90s. What do you think about that whole thing? No, I, I, I totally agree. And, and I, I really, I mean, I, I think she was, I think it kind of threw her for a loop. I don't think she was really prepared to answer that kind of question. And that goes back to, you know, what I, I, I know you've talked, talked about on these podcasts before. It's probably a good idea for the dentist to get together with his team or her team and come up with talking points so they're prepared when someone like like yourself calls in and asks these kinds of questions. I mean, I, I think she was really just, I'm sure she was doing her best to answer your question, but she was obviously winging it. You know, nitrous oxide, I mean, I, I never really equated that with something that's more to, you know, <clears throat> more suitable for senior citizens. Um, so I, I think by saying, yeah, we treat, we treat senior citizens, we have laughing gas. I, I don't see the connection there. Do you? No, I, I totally agree with you. And I think, again, I mean, you're right. It's an unusual question. She was really thrown for a loop. But I mean, there's a person that's working at the front desk of a dental practice, the voice and representative of the practice. You know, you think she could have said, um, oh, let's let's get your dad on the schedule. We'll, we'll I promise we'll make him so comfortable. We'll be gentle. Like you said, we'll, you know, we, we won't lean the chair back too far and we'll warn him before we do. We'll make sure we explain our examination very carefully and, and you can, you're welcome to come back in the room with them. Just anything to make this person feel like this is the right place for their dad. Right. Again, I think it comes down to, she needed to be more prepared with answers to, to your, to your questions. And she wasn't right. And then let's say you get the dad in and you know that he's a difficult patient and you do really well. Well, then the son's going to come and the son might talk about this experience to to, you know, if he has siblings, you know, other children of the dad, she could have gained 10 great patients by handling this call. No better. question. And, 
and also something that 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 you always you always touch upon is that she she didn't ask to make an appointment bingo she never even attempted so i don't know i think we're gonna have to give her a failing grade what do you think i think so unfortunately but as i always say when somebody like her has the nice voice and the good attitude you know some good training and some good team meetings, they can really up their game. At least she wasn't nasty and mean or anything like that. Yeah, so. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, she can't say she was overly enthusiastic. Right. Um. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Now let's go to the next call where I'm kind of posing as a senior citizen doing a, what, what turned out to be just a horrible voice. So let's see how this goes. This is Kelly. I can help you. Uh, yeah. Do you see seniors in your practice? Do we see seniors? Senior citizens. I'm I'm 74. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes, we do. Uh, and is there anything you do to make um, us more comfortable there? Uh, I mean, just the same things that we do for anyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. As far as, yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you so right. much. Uh huh. Okay. Bye. I mean, she couldn't wait to get me off the phone. What do you think? You, I think she had maybe other people on hold or something else that she felt was more important for her to do at, the, at that point in time. You were kind of secondary. I absolutely got that vibe. Yeah. I mean, she was friendly, you know, pretty much. Yeah, but um, again, she, she, she didn't really answer your questions very well. You really kind of threw her for a loop. There was that pregnant pause there. And I think also when you said you treat seniors, she's, she goes, we treat seniors maybe she's thinking like seniors in high school <laughs> <laughs> we treat seniors we treat sophomores we treat recent grads we treat... that's right you had yeah. to kind of you know senior citizens <laughs> i mean i'm talking like this for god's sake what, what do you think i'm a senior in high school <laughs> um, but you know she she almost got on the right track when she said well we treat them the same way we treat everybody else and she just said for example you know, we, yeah, we make sure they're comfortable. We do this, we do that. But she did nothing. And I think you nailed it. Um, I, I seem like I felt like I was of secondary importance to something else that was going on. Maybe the pizza just arrived. I mean, who knows? Oh, well, then that that I see where that would take precedence, actually. <laughs> OK, well, I, I think we're going to have to give her a failing grade as well. Unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, you know, it's it's funny. I, I'd like to say that, um, you know, these I didn't make like 20 calls and cherry pick the worst or the best or whatever you want to call them. And that is true. But uh, in, in this little series of calls, I did them on the day before we're doing this recording. I did have three instances where I was put on hold for so long that I just gave up. So you're not going to hear those calls. But again, another just horrible thing to do to people. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Should we do one more there's call? Another, there's another one? Can you believe it? There's another one. Same voice. Let's give it a try. And I, I apologize. I think they're they're doing like some uh, lawn mowing or weed whacking or something behind me. So I hope that's uh, not too loud in the podcast. Okay, good. Hang on one second. And next call. Please remain on the line and one of our patient coordinators will be with you shortly. If you wish to leave a message, please press one. I think this might have been one of those calls I was talking about. Digital x-rays, which provide instant images while reducing exposure to radiation by up to 90%. Plus, these x-rays can be enlarged to show more specific images for informed decisions about better oral health. It's just one way that your hometown dental office is putting cutting-edge technology to work for you. 
Well, it's better than silence, right? We are currently assisting another patient. Please remain on the line, and one of our patient coordinators will be with you shortly. I'm going to try to forward this a little bit. If you wish to leave bit. a message, all of Still our patients, young and old, enjoy the latest gadgets, mobile phones, and handheld gaming devices. Technology has changed our world and your hometown about? dental office. Be sure to look around during your visit, and you'll notice that we use digital x-rays, which provide instant images. We are currently assisting another patient. Obviously. Oh Please remain on the line, and one of our patient coordinators I mean, will be with you shortly. I would have hung up by now. If you wish to read a message, please press 1. But she did say we treat patients young and old, so let's see what happens. Okay. While lowering the cost of dental care. Aye, aye, aye. For more information or to enroll in lifetime care, simply ask for details when we return to your call. Okay, we'll do that. Little piano tinkling. Oh, I feel like I'm at a jazz club. Nearly all of our patients, young and old, young enjoy and old. the latest gadgets, mobile okay. phones, and handheld gaming devices. Technology has changed our world. We are current. Thank you for choosing. This is Haley. How can I help you? Hey, do you see senior citizens in your practice? Uh, yes, we do. And I, I just have a little trouble leading all the way back sometimes. Is there, can, can you, uh, you know, make sure that I'm comfortable with that? Is that something that you could do? Yeah, no, absolutely. We're good at accommodating with people, so shouldn't be a problem. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Wow, you were on hold a lot longer than the actual call lasted. A lot longer. And, and we'll probably edit some of that whole time out for the podcast. But listeners, um, I can tell you, and Marshall can tell you too, that whole time, I'm looking at my little timer here, it was close to three minutes. Totally unacceptable. Wow. Yeah. So how'd she do? Well, I, I think she did better than maybe the, the other two. Um, but uh, again, she didn't ask for, she didn't ask to make the appointment. Um, Seemed like she was all, you know, all too happy to just end the call and, and get on to the next call. Um, let, oh, let me just throw in a tip. Something that, that we, we do with the mobile dentist, we keep uh, auxiliary pillows in our truck for people to put behind their back or behind their neck or behind their head. We use them all the time. So that's something, uh, that's something that, you know, any uh, general practice should probably have, uh, have on hand uh, because a lot of seniors will, will appreciate that very much. How do you keep those clean? We well, we keep we put like um, covers over them, like plastic covers over them every time. Disposable like chair covers. Good. Kind of, so it's kind of like when you get the nice sofa, but then you put that um, that protective layer on, and then you sit down and you stick to the sofa. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a little better than that. Okay. Good. Well, let's just finish with this call too. Um, she said, "Yeah, we can be accommodating. We see seniors. Boom, and then not even close to trying to get the appointment." Right, 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 right. You know, unfortunately, no matter no matter what the what no matter what we ask in these calls, and this is week after week after week, they never ask for the appointment. It's just unfathomable. What is up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah, really, no. I I've listened to your your other podcasts, and it's true. I mean, I, actually, let me ask you: Has anyone ever asked to make make an appointment if you don't bring it up? Has some it ever people, happened? Well, some every now and then somebody will say, would you like to make an appointment? And then if they do, I just say, I'm not ready yet. And then 
and, and then they never say, well, let me get some information from you. So I don't think, I don't think anyone has ever said what we like to recommend, which is offer two great appointment times. You know, we'd love to see you as a patient in our practice. We can see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. If that's not good, we can see you Monday at 11.30. I don't think in the several years of this podcast that has ever happened. Wow. So, that's uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I'll tell you what else is unbelievable. We are out of time. Can you believe that? Get out of here. I'll tell you, I think we should do an interview on the on our audio series and, and, you know, maybe get more into these techniques for treating seniors. And you've got so many great stories um, and not enough time on the podcast, but I do. And I'm sure all, all our listeners will agree, appreciate all the great tips. Um, it was fantastic having you as a guest. We'll have to do this again. What do you think? I had a great time. It was, Good. this is very cool. The time, the time flies. It really yes, does. I have, a, I have a lot more I can talk about. Okay. Well, Hey, let's get you back. And any listeners, if you want to co-host the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, just send an email to info at matto.com, I-N-F-O at M-A-D-O-W.com. Put guest host in the subject. Tell me why you want to guest host the Dental Practice, dental practice because you can say it better than I can. That's why. The Dental Practice Fixers <laughs> podcast. And maybe we'll make it to, to Marshall's coveted guest host seat. So once again, our special guest today, Dr. Marshall Matto. I am Dr. Richard Matto, co-founder of the Matto Center. For dental practice success. Um, please tell your friends about the podcast. Go online. Give us a great rating if you think we deserve it. If you don't think we deserve it, then don't bother giving us a rating at all. <laughs> but um, we really appreciate you, our listeners. Marsh, thanks so much. It was fun. Oh, mom says hi, by the way. Oh, excellent. You're talking to her while we're recording. Excellent. I thought so. Glad to hear that. All right. See you all next week. Bye, everyone. See you later. See you later.